Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Gobbledon! Ah! Yes. Gobble, gobble. <clears throat> oh, or, 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 excuse me, Thanksgiving is dead, long live Christmas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I saw people with Christmas trees dragging Christmas trees down the street, and I was like, shit, already? It's like the day after Thanksgiving. That's what you gotta do. Man. Our mom was mad at me because she asked me to DVR the Thanksgiving parade. Uh-oh. And there's a three-hour Macy's Thanksgiving parade, uh-huh. which is the one she wanted me to DVR. Mm-hmm. It's three hours. It's, it's about 30 seconds of awesomeness. Right. Unless unless you're involved in in the, the <laughs> in the parade. I mean, some but, people like to watch like watch it for the marching bands. I guess. Yeah. I just I always watch it for the big the big Spider Man balloon. That's right. That's it. <laughs> well, Spider Man. Spider Man was up to a little. Uh, uh, Spider Man was pre gaming a little bit before. Yeah, he was the raid. like he was like up in Santa's ass. <laughs> it was Uncle Sam. He was like uh, eating out so- Uncle Sam's asshole like he's Papa Smurf. Yeah, they had Spider Man's face in Uncle Sam's butt. <laughs> Like before, like like deep into the butt, he was just tossing salad. They took a picture. I was like, if it had been any other float, I would have been happy. But I was like, man, don't do Spider Man dirty like that. Spider Man, don't toss no salad. <laughs> it was like it was like the first Spider Man movie where he goes all upside down and has the weird upside downy kiss with yeah. Mary Jane. Except he's all like upside down and Uncle Sam like take that America. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, to be honest, if I was one of those balloon handler people, I'd totally be making the balloons bang each other. Oh, I'd be happens. like Ronald McDonald and like <laughs> Snoopy and Stewie Griffin and <laughs> let's do it. it happens, just be making them all like bang each other. It happens every year. I think we, we went, you, you can go uh, like the night before Thanksgiving, the parade, and uh, see all the, the all the balloons being blown up uh, on Fifth Avenue right uh, before, before they marched down. Or I, I guess on Seventh Avenue they changed it. To, they changed avenues. They went from like Seventh Avenue to Times Square to they changed it to Sixth Avenue so that it wouldn't have to deal with Times Square this year. No, no, no one cares about what road it's on, Chad. I care because goddamn, I don't have cable. It's not streamed anywhere online for some stupid reason. And uh, last year we figured out uh, you just go to EarthCam.com, which has like a Times Square uh, webcam, and just mm-hmm. watch that. And you watch like a commentary-free parade. I was like, this is the greatest fucking thing ever. Well, it's still three hours long. I refused it to ah. DVR it for our, our birth mother. So instead, <laughs> there was some other parade on a different channel called America Parade. Oh, no. And it was only one hour long. I was like, yes, we'll do that. So she sat down to watch it, and it was like, live from Detroit. What? America Parade. Are those the same people that like wanted to elect Jesus as president? I don't know, but she was pissed at me because there was no big balloons. The big mascot was some clown named Clowny. Oh no! Hey, folks, it's Clowny. She's like, what the fuck? And then like the floats weren't like cars; they were actually pulled by tractors, like oh, a small no. town parade. <laughs> there was like one band. I was like, well, you know, Detroit's had it tough recently. She's like, this is bullshit. But she can't say bullshit. So, but you know, in her mind, she was saying bullshit over and over again. Yes. She was not happy. Yes. Did, did they have? Did they have a black Santa? Uh we didn't get that far. Okay. But yeah, so America Parade, not the same as Macy's, but I'll, uh, it's it's only one hour, so that's that's what you gotta do. America, yeah, America doesn't like three hours parade. Shorten it out to one hour. That's right. America just likes. 
cookies and titties and <laughs> referencing titties as cookies so you're not sure if they're cookies or titties. That's, That's right. what we like. We'll make our own parade with hookers and blackjack. Yeah, pass the cookies and I mean titties this time. <laughs> but now I'm hungry so pass cookies too. Have to, yeah, put the cookies on the titties. Oh God. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, Big Trouble in Little Tokyo. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. So so dude. You, so you did Black Friday? I'm it's, assuming it's true. It's true. And you know I don't do Black Friday. Never. I, I think I spent most of my twenties disavowing blas- Black Friday as blasphemy. And anyone that is really super cool now and lives in Europe, Black Friday is the day after American Thanksgiving, where all the stores offer all their christmas appliances and electronics for like 50 percent off and right. everyone in america gives thanks by trampling people to death to get inside walmart and to get these awesome deals on flat screen tvs so it's it's, it's it, fun you know in a bad way <laughs> right it's it's kind of like it's a consumer or excuse me it's it's like a corporate holiday just yeah. like um just like mo- most holidays but uh, just like uh what uh, valentine's day corporate holiday uh, let's see, Black Friday. What what other corporate holidays do we have on the calendar? I don't care, but this All is right. one of them. Yeah, but it's kind of crazy. Like, you give thanks one night, and uh, you may or may not be coming back alive from uh, Black Friday. Yeah. There, there have been several Black Friday-related deaths. Just uh, from being trampled trying to get in the store fast enough. Right. I mean, some people got so pissed off uh, last year or the year before trying to get into a Walmart that they broke down the doors right on top of a Walmart employee who was trying to open them. And crushed him to death. There's just something about us Americans, man. When we want to get something cheap, we just get like all frothy around the mouth, and our eyes get all like that blood murder glint in them, and we just gotta have it, dude. I know. It's like it's like you know, like sharks go into like a blood rage when they smell blood in the water. When when Americans smell a deal, they get all caveman. Oh my god, dude. I was watching TV and like Domino's Pizza was like, large pizza for $4. Dude, I hopped in my car so fast, I, I like ran an ambulance off the road on the way there. <laughs> I was like, get out of the way! $4, $4 pizza! So, you know, it's it's in our blood. I know, it's strange. So, so actually, so this so this Black Friday, God, I can't believe really it. So, the day after Thanksgiving, right? The day after Thanksgiving. I that know. actually sounds better, like a Roland Emmerich-directed uh, movie. <laughs> the day after Thanksgiving That's disaster right. movie. That's right. They're running away from the cold and turkeys and deals. Ah. <laughs> it's amazing. Forty-five. What, something like 45 million turkeys die for Thanksgiving, and then we go out and kill each other for deals. I like it. So, uh... <laughs> So I actually I, I was part of the statistic this year, Eric. Yes. Yeah, I went, there are good deals, man. It's true. It's true. You know, and I was just kind of poking around, like, eh, you know, I kind of wonder, you know, because uh, it's it's a holiday weekend. Nobody, you know, like nobody wants to go see theater. Right. I, I mean, I I assume because I didn't have to work. So uh, I was kind of thumbing through cheap ass gamer. I was like, oh, GameStop is uh is having a, a sale. I was like, all right, oh, it's two, it's buy two get one free. On reduced game, uh, like they reduced their used uh, games uh, down to like from like sixty to thirty dollars. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and then they were doing t- uh, buy two get one free. So I was like, all right, fuck, I'll go. So basically, you're buying one and getting two free. Because if you buy two reduced, that's sixty bucks total, and you get a third one for free. You know, I, I didn't do the math. I was just like, sale, yeah, yeah. America. So actually, I I spent a a lot of time just like checking out everything, and I came home. With uh, with three games, Eric, that I'll briefly describe to you, because when you're buying used games, you have to immediately go home and test them. Yes, look for scratches. 
Well, it, I mean, even if there are scratches, if they don't work, you have to get them back to your store within like uh, like seven to fourteen days, something like that. Okay. Or else you're shit out of luck. Uh, and that was me with Resident Evil Five. Like, ah, eh, it'll work. <laughs> Playing it a month later, dude. Was, I, dude, I would have oh, given you my copy for free. It was like a fri- it, was, it was a it was a frisbee, a bricked frisbee. And then okay. I learned that I shouldn't care because it's Resident Evil Five. So anyway, so I picked up Saints Row the Third, Dragon's Dogma, and Witcher Two. Do you know any of these games? No. That's all right. Let me describe them to you. As my my initial impressions, I just had to like fire it up, play it for five minutes, and then put it down so I could try something else. I wound up taking Saints Row the Third back uh, because it didn't work, and I got a working copy. So Saints Row the Third, my first impressions: a year old game, a game that people were talking about a year ago and are not talking about anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like GTA, but way more fucking fun. Really? I thought I played my last game of GTA. I was so bored of mowing down prostitutes. What? I was, How I, dare you, sir? I will never get tired of mowing down prostitutes. Grand Theft Auto Five is just around the corner. Dude. I've mowed down so many prostitutes, giggling and giggling. I mean, you don't know how many hours of prostitutes that I just destroyed in, in various cars in every single way. You know, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like people that have too much sex. You have too much sex, then you're like, ah, eh, this is boring, one-on-one sex. I want to do two-on-one sex, and then three-on-one, and then uh, small people are involved, and then maybe animals. <laughs> you know, you just go and go and go. I was addicted, and I went cold turkey, and I was like, no more GTA. It's just about killing prostitutes. No, man, it's about doing, like, sick tricks off of buildings. and sma- It's like going really fast on a motorcycle and just hitting a stop sign and seeing how far your body will fall. That, too. So, Saints Row the Third, basically, uh, like, it takes everything that was really fun about GTA and just, like, puts that out there for you. They're like, you want to fuck around a tank? Okay, we have tank missions scattered throughout the city. You want to, like, kill shit on a helicopter? Okay, helicopter missions everywhere. They just take all this uh, mission-based, really fun things that... I wanted to do in GTA and make that like the regular gameplay, and then also there's an open world for you to fuck around in, and uh, and uh, a dildo bat that's like the part of the official weapons that you can actually pick up. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, the the customization is sick. It's way too in depth, way too in depth that I would ever need on cars and people. Like I made I made like uh, Carmen San Diego, first off, actual Carmen San Diego, which is kind of uh. like mixed with like the Red She Hulk. <laughs> And and she's voice one of the voices that you can pick besides like a zombie voice that just goes all the time is uh, Jennifer Hale, the voice of uh, Femshep from Mass Effect. Oh, Jennifer Hale's done a bunch of voices, I believe. Oh, a ton. But I was like, fuck yeah, it's Commander Shepard again. Hmm. All right, and uh, and I played it all day, but I threw in Dragon's Dogma for five seconds. I remember the the demo that I played at Comic Con that 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 everybody downloaded afterwards last year was tough it was like the first five seconds of the game i was really frustrated all my little my little homies the pawns were doing all the work i was getting my ass handed to me uh it still seems that way but i think once i get into it a little bit once i get the gameplay mechanics down they kind of like throw you into this really hard fight with all of your powers and all your shit going on all at the same time for the first five minutes and then like then like wait a second and bring you back to like nothing and then have you learn everything one at a time? Mm. It's kind of an interesting choice. Anyway, Witcher 2, first five minutes, they're like, all right, hold on. This game is about meditating and finding herbs and brewing those herbs into, like, potions. And I'm like, fuck. No, I'm going to go make a sandwich. Fuck. I, why the fuck was this game so highly recommended? 
everybody's just like, this is the greatest game of all time. You know, there's like this crazy sex. There's like all this violent action. It's really like cool and realistic oh, with those, magic. Those things sounded good. I know. And then the first five minutes, like, like the, you, every time there's like a loading uh, screen that pops up, you know, like games will give you little hints about the game, what to do. And it's like, well, if you're having a hard time, br- brew some more potions and make some more oils and that will help you out in certain fights. I'm like, fuck. I didn't realize this was a game about, like, collecting shit and, like, brewing potions. I specifically, like, go out of my way to avoid that shit. If it's possible to avoid alchemy in a game, I will do it. <laughs> uh, so I always choose the barbarian. I'll be, I'll be waiting for a while before I pick that up. But as, as a cheap-ass gamer, uh, quote-unquote, you know, as, as somebody that always waits for a deal, I feel pretty good about um, my, my Black Friday pickups. That's cool. My Black Friday pickup was an apple pie. Nice. Yeah, I got for, that apple pie. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> and I took it home and I ate it. Did you uh did you get it on sale? Uh yeah, it's pretty cheap. Was it so, Black Friday cheap? Well, uh, like I just had to barter. So instead of money, I just traded for it. <laughs> yeah. Did you pay <laughs> some beads? Well, no, I gave them wampum. Ah. It's like shells. Oh, yeah, little cowrie shells? Yeah, he took it. I was like, let's pretend we're on the island of the Blue Dolphins. <laughs> and I will trade you these things. And then if you don't like it, I will stick a pack of wild dogs on you. Oh. I think... I, I hate... Did, yes? Any, did anyone else have to fucking read Island of the Blue Dolphins in, in school? Yes. Does anyone else know what we're talking about? Dumbass book. Dumbass people on this dumbass island of the Blue Dolphins. I think... I Actually, what, so what happens in the book, to kind of prove a point here... Uh, I think the dolphins are the villains in this book. Well, I thought the Russians were the villains. Well, well, check this out. I mean, like, yes, there are things that happen on the island that are terrible and whatnot, but I think that... Uh, so, this girl gets shipwrecked, and she wakes up on this island, and uh, I think she has, like, some short-ass memories of dolphins coming to, like, like save her from the waters and dump her on the island. Well, she didn't really get shipwrecked. I mean, she no. was an Indian native there. Was she? I thought she got uh, shipwrecked and the dolphin saved her. Or her whole tribe lived there their whole lives. Maybe I watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she was native there. I kept, I kept thinking the, the Russians do- came and they effed up the tribe leaders and then everyone else got on a boat to go to America mm-hmm. and they left her brother behind so she jumped off the boat to rescue her brother and then the wild dogs ripped the brother's throat and so she's like, well, this sucks because then she's there by herself for decades. Well, at least at least things didn't get awkward when her brother hit puberty. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he was dead. <laughs> and she adopted the dog that killed him. Yeah, she's like, dog, you're my only friend. So anyways, it was weird. Everyone in the boat died. So I guess I kind of saved her. Anyways, that book mm. sucked. Yeah, hit us up on Facebook if you want to talk about it. I got something cool to talk about. Oh? Yeah, okay. So, you know how, like, back in, like, 2000, they had yes. the TV show BattleBots? Oh, yeah, yeah, people were getting into robots fighting each other with, like, the teams nearby, and they were interviewing the teams pre-fight and post-fight. Yeah, it was like they had, like, little buzzsaw droids, you know, little boxes with wheels, little vacuum cleaners with buzzsaws, and and they kind of fuck each other up. Yeah, and wait. It was okay, but you're like, you know, wake me up when when they have, like, human-looking robots fighting. Well, what was was interesting was, like, like, the buzzsaw guys, like, the, the really mean looking ones would never but they would never win. It was always the, the tiniest ass little robot that would flip you on your on your ass. Yeah, yeah. It's stupid. It was dumb. It wasn't that good. 
So then anyways, a year ago, a movie came out called Real Steel. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the uh, Rock'em Sock'em robots with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah, with Wolverine. And basically those ones were like, instead of normal people boxing each other, they had robots that looked like humans boxing the ring. Right. That looked pretty cool. But again, it was like, wake me when we can do this in real life. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? No. Starting in February <laughs> on the Sci-Fi Channel. My God. Robot Combat League. Seriously. Seriously, dude. It's like I, I, I get like an Entertainment Weekly magazine, and I got pictures, and they're eight foot tall humanoid robots, except one's got an axe for a face. What? Yeah, it's awesome. They like kill each other. Dead. Dead. So I said dead twice for emphasis. So, so wait. So if these are robots, like yes. how how does one kill a robot? You just pound the shit out of them until they can't fight anymore. <laughs> they got you got two humans. You've got a robo jockey who mm-hmm. controls the robot, and you've got a robo tech, get it? Uh. Who is the engineer. And so there's three rounds of fighting and they beat the shit out of each other. And if one of them goes down and can't get back up, they've got twenty minutes to fix him. And if he can't answer that bell, the fight is over. Wow. I, I pre- can I make a prediction? What's that? I predict the first match they will ever do, both robots will take one swing and break immediately. And then oh. they'll be like, fuck! And then neither of them will be able to restart them because this happened the first season of the, the, the original robot show. They, they can't fix them. And they're like, well, shit, do we have a show? Uh... No, they've already taped the entire first season. Okay. It's already in the can. There's 12 uh, teams in the Robot Combat League. And they've got, as the host of the show, who does play-by-play, Chris Jericho. What? Y2J. That's awesome. From the WWE. Of course. Wow, I wonder if the WWE is going to be pissed at him for hosting another game show. Yeah, who cares? But anyways, this is cool, man. I mean, you got you got to look just like look up Robot Combat League and click on images and you can see like the Axe Face robot. I can't wait. Robots fight to the death. This is good. Well, you know, Chris Jericho, he has to redeem himself. Last time he was on TV, you know, he was playing a heel on, uh, you know, on the wrestling show, but he did Dancing with the Stars at the same time, and WWE was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? You're you're like an evil mastermind on our show. We can't have Americans seeing you like dancing and having a great time on another show." Yeah, who cares about that? It's so, Robot Comet League, man. We're talking robots. They're gonna f each other up, dude. And then like halfway through, you're gonna find out that like the robots are like somewhat sentient. You're like, "Oh crap!" He probably <laughs> cried when he got his arm ripped off. I always thought I always thought the at the end of the trailer for Real Steel they're going to show that Sam uh, Sam Jackson. Yes, that Sam Jackson was in the robot suit. Yeah. I I meant Hugh Jackman. It's easy to get too confused. No, man, this is going to be cool. I can't wait to watch robots that look like humans fight each other. It's like I just want like an Autobot symbol on one and a Decepticon symbol on the other to like really amp up my routing skills. Trust me. I I feel like that like they're going to have some kind of crude facsimile on every single one. I mean, who else would get into, like, robots fighting each other besides, like, people who, like, watch the sci-fi channel way too much and love Transformers? Oh, this is going to be great. I want to bet money on this. I want to find out if Vegas has odds. <laughs> I can bet on. But here's the best little nerd nugget that came out of the article I was reading about this. What's that? One of the, um, one of the robo-jockeys mm-hmm. <laughs> is George Lucas's daughter. Wait, wait, wait. The MMA fighter? Yeah, she's an MMA fighter. Yeah, but she's a robo-jockey, too? Yeah, she's a robo-jockey. So, I mean, I guess that makes for an excellent angle. You know, like, 
uh, oh, you're an MMA fighter, but you you come from geeky blood, and here you are fighting robots in the ring. How does it feel? It's perfect. I want her to step up. If her robot goes down, I want her to step up and fight the robot. <laughs> I think she be could. Like, well, I'm an MMA fighter, so let's get in there. Do you think she became an MMA fighter because people picked on her for a decade about how shitty the new Star Wars movies were? So she learned how to fight <laughs> so she could like beat the crap out of haters? I mean, that's what happened to Carrot Top. Let's not forget yeah, well, Caratop deserved it. He sucks. Okay, well, yeah, but then he became like this huge freaking bodybuilder and just like, I used to get picked on all the time and now I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, but his comedy is still terrible. Prop comedy is stupid. Yeah. Well, that's- Caratop, Caratop, you suck, man. I'm calling you out. <laughs> you know who I want to see? Uh, George Lucas's daughter. What's her name anyway? It's like Amanda or something. Amanda Lucas. Uh, I want to see her go up against other MMA fighters that that come from geeky uh, places, like uh, like uh, like Jason from the Power Rangers. He's an MMA fighter. Mm. Yeah. I want to see her wear a Chewbacca mask in the ring <laughs> and nothing else. Oh God, <laughs> nasty! Maybe a Chewbacca mask uh, loincloth too. Yeah, just his face down there. Oh God. <laughs> That's just horrible. Now I'm thinking of terrible things. Robot Combat League, man. I mean, how can we not get this behind us? Eight foot tall robots to the death. All right. I want to see. Wait, wait, wait. All right. So so we have robots. That's okay. What about sharks? It's the sci-fi channel. Can we somehow get a mutant shark in there somehow? Eventually. Eventually. I I mean, right now they got shark movies with Brooke Hogan. So we're close. <laughs> I want to see. All right. I want to see Goro, right? But instead of four arms, he has like four sharks attached to his torso. Yes. Oh, you know, maybe one of them has four arms in this robot league. I don't know. I've only seen two of them, and there's 12. Yeah. Well, I'm, that... just, I'm just saying, man, Transformers, real life, can't be too far away if we've got robot boxers. What, wait, wait what, what about Man Tracker? Can we somehow get Man Tracker involved? Yeah, Man Tracker will be like the special guest referee. Yeah, I love it. He'd be like, I tracked you in the forest, and now I'm going to track you in the ring no what if what if we just like took all the bloodlust of being americans and just killed robots so we're killing them in the ring what if we release a couple in the woods and man tracker hunts them down and kills them he's mm. like ah he like puts his finger down on the ground and like licks he's like crude oil it's fresh <laughs> they're not too far so let's just of, take uh, out all our things on robots yeah. until of course they eventually get pissed and rise up and kill us planet of the apes style I think it's already there. I think robots have been sentient for a long time, and they just laugh at how stupid humans are. They're like, yo, you know how many people die from vending machines falling on them every single year? <laughs> well, what if then, what if this is the final straw? Robots have been, have been sentient and aware for like a decade and stuff, and then they're watching their brethren being forced to fight each other to the death on this TV show, and they're like on the effing sci-fi channel of all things, and maybe this is what pushes them to start slaughtering humans. Wait, wait, wait. So... So so they're like, all right, we will now we will now have the lottery to see which robot gets to fight next, and this little blender gets chosen. And no, no, I volunteer. Yeah, all these robots this is like, are like the that's machine. it. That's, that's effing it. I've had it. Yeah, you know I mean? for the record, dude, bring on the zombie apocalypse. But I don't want I don't want a piece of the robot apocalypse. I want nothing to do with the robot apocalypse. Okay, robot oh. apocalypse happens. I'm gonna poop my pants. All right, I ain't ready to take down no robot. I'll take down a zombie with my ho- horse and my shotgun, you know. Mm-hmm. But robots, f that man, we're in big trouble. I mean, I mean, it's true. Like Terminator, like that always seemed like harder to deal with. You yeah, know, man, than, like, robots. Zombies. I mean, I mean, like you can't punch a robot in the face 
Unless you're like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, robots, they're just going to keep building more and more killing machines and coming after you and stuff. You know, forget it. I will fight zombies, but robots I don't want a piece of. So it's like, I like this show, Robot Combat League, but uh, I, I understand at the same point, it may be the downfall of humanity. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is like the true like uh, prequel to The Matrix. You know, did you watch, did you watch the, the Animatrix when it came out? Ugh, I tried. I think I watched the vignette about the skateboarder kid. Oh, dude, you watched the shittiest. All right, so there were like two good ones out of the whole thing. You mm-hmm. had to like you had to go in a bit. the the best The best thing they ever did uh, was the was the, the they did like a real prequel to the Matrix, and it was called uh, I don't know like Downfall of Man or something like that. Oh, uh, maybe I did see that. That was kind of cool. It was really awesome. They're like they're like humans were all racist against the robots, you know, and they nuked the shit out of the robot country. You know, and when they found out that the robots could make better flying cars than them, so then mm. they they basically forced the robot's hand to get like all nasty and warlike, and uh, and oh, what they did, what they did, the humans in retaliation is so sick. And didn't they invade their little world union headquarters and stuff? Yeah, eventually they blow up the UN, but yeah. like not not before they like show you like all the like the early experiments that the robots are doing on humans, and oh god, it's just like they're like the humans have these power suits. You know, like Warhammer or whatever, and mm-hmm. uh, and the robots are just like prying the armor off and then prying the humans out of the power armor. It's oh, it's sick. Yeah, if we ever had to go up against robots, we're screwed, man. I mean, like I said, Zombie Nation, we'll get through it. You know, only the strong survive. But Robot Nation, man, like Terminator, oof, that's gonna be creepy. It. That's gonna be tough. Well, 2050 is the singularity date, so who knows? Uh, everyone, think. Maybe we shouldn't watch Robot Combat League. Everyone be nice to a robot tomorrow. Okay? Tomorrow is be nice to a robot day because we don't want to get fucked by a robot. No, especially not literally fucked by a robot, dude. Yeah, robot, that robots would just be, They don't know when to stop because they got long-lasting batteries. They're like, they're like, <laughs> they, they just don't quit, man. I mean, they, they can just go and go and go until the gas uh. runs out. Yeah, it sucks, especially if they got Energizer batteries. <laughs> That's right. They just keep fucking and fucking <laughs> and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just when you think it's done, the little Energizer bunny with the drum, he takes his drum mouth and just punches you. Ugh. Yeah, so, I, and by the way, Energizer, contact us. We would love to shill for your company. <laughs> Energizer batteries. When you need batteries for Christmas presents, go to Energizer. What? Are you are you Wesley Willis now? Like, no, that's what I'm trying lock, to do. I'm just trying to say, like, well, I want to sell out to Energizer. <laughs> Rock over London, rock on Chicago, energizer batteries. They keep going and going and going. Yeah, you know it, baby. Bow, 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 bow. I was so watching. Oh, sorry. I was watching some Wesley Wills uh, videos the other day. When, He's awesome. When, in, in, in his heyday, I was a big fan. I never went to a concert, but a friend of mine went to a Wesley Wills concert. And if you don't know uh, who Wesley Willis is, he was this homeless schizophrenic guy who would uh, occasionally do shows. Banging on a, on a, no, no, using a preset piece of music from like a Casio keyboard and kind of like repeating the same lyrics into a microphone. And one day, uh, Jello Biafra from the Dead Kennedys saw this guy and saw that people were kind of taking advantage of him. So he signed him onto his, uh, his record label and he became like a sensation. It was awesome, man. He gave us such classics as I Whooped Batman's Ass. Yes. Or, uh, Suck a Cheetah's Dick. Yeah. Or <laughs> Lannis Morissette. Yes. Or, uh, or, uh, Cut the Mullet. Yeah, that was good. And he yeah, he would end every song with a really extended keyboard solo and then he'd come back with a uh, a commercial jingle. That's right. 
And uh, and unbeknownst to everyone, we find out after his uh, his his passing, sadly, a few years back. I think it was like two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah. We find out that um, through his art therapy, he actually had like this incredible memory. Like a lot of people with um, you know, with with uh, with problems, he mm-hmm. could he could look outside of a window at at like the landscape of like all the cars and buildings, exactly what was happening, and paint it from memory. Yeah, he's pretty Crazy. cool. You should definitely uh, listen to a couple of songs. They were pretty awesome. Yeah, and he and he would headbutt every single person he ever met. Like yeah. if you go up to him and say rock and roll, he would headbutt you so much that he had a permanent bruise on his forehead. And when my uh, when my friends went to go see him at concert, they were like, "All right, here we go, guys. Let's go see rock and roll to Wesley Willis. Here we go, here we go. And Wesley Willis, rock and roll, boom! Ah! Yeah, take it. <laughs> so we got some pretty good news to drop on the masses today. It's true. Very exciting, intense news. That's right. Coming soon mm. to Magfest. What number are they on? Twenty. Uh, eleven. Coming soon, Magfest eleven. Was this music and gaming festival, right? Mm. Uh, Hello. <laughs> it's it's us. Hello? All right, you just mangled that. What the fuck? Do you not know what Mag stands for? I'm sitting there waiting for you to say yes. It stands for music and gaming. <laughs> we we did not rehearse this. Well, we shouldn't have had to. Doesn't that is that not <laughs> what it stands for? Yeah, music and game. They're, they're the they're the greatest video game con. In the world. Oh, God, usually you spooch forever on it, and you just left me hanging. I'm, like, listening. I'm, like, hello. I, I thought you lost me. They were, like, hello. Like, oh, <laughs> like Skype problems. It's MAGFest, bitches. East Coast in the United States. It's four days of video games and concerts. And film and, festivals. And films. And now it's got the Jumpman. It's true. We applied for a panel. They accepted... We're like, all right, challenge accepted. We're there. We're going to bring that's, the heat. That's right. We got our own panel. We're going to be doing a live episode of the Jumpman Podcast. So you all need to go to MAGFest. It's the first week in January. It's in Virginia. And you're going to see us live doing an amazing show. It's true. You know, we, we, weren't, we weren't big enough to be like, uh, yeah, we're the, uh, we're the Jumpman. And uh, you should jump all over us and give us a panel and rooms and... Uh, and hot sloppy seconds. We're that's, just like, please, please let us in. Please, please, we'll do anything. That's bullshit, Chad. <laughs> bullshit. You are a liar. <laughs> we said, we're the Jumpman. And they said, access approved. Yeah, it's true. So we got our own panel. We're going to be into a little debate. Our panel is going to be called Cartoons versus Video Games. That's right. Two, two things we're very, very well in tune to. That's right. And we're going to need the audience's help. We're gonna we're gonna let you be involved, but we're gonna be taping a live episode of a show. So if you want to see it how it actually goes down, you've got to go to Magfest, and then afterwards you can kick the shit out of me in video games. That's true. Beat him at anything. It's not hard. That's right. I will play a video <laughs> game with anyone, and then you buy me a beer afterwards, and we'll be buds. Did we did, did we mention hotel parties? Because that's half the reason I go. Yes, Chad goes for the hotel sex with boys. And uh, I'll be going to play, hopefully there's an old copy of Star Wars Battlefront there. Yeah, the last time Eric was at a MAGFest, he uh, he threw down against a, a five-year-old child in Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront. He was uh, eight! Damn it, he was eight! <laughs> and he got destroyed! Uh, well, we played best of three. I did win one battle. Oh, right. He was, <laughs> yeah, he was like, you know, I'm going to crush this poor man's ego if I sweep him. Yeah, I won the first one, <laughs> and so he was sandbagging the shit out of me. Yeah, it's true. 
Then he just crushed my ass. So yeah, I'm I'm really not. I love video games, and I, I'm fairly good at some of them, but not when it comes to like people that are like hardcore gamers. So so go there, crush me at some video games. Watch us do our live broadcast of the the Jumpman podcast. It's gonna be awesome, and then we'll uh, have a couple beers afterwards. It's gonna be awesome. Look it up, Magfest. So so go to magfest.org. You should just go anyway. If you're anywhere near the East Coast, you need to go to MAGFest. It's very unlike PAX or Comic-Con or any of the, the other, like, super commercial, corporate cons. You know, uh, they're they're not-for-profit. They're, let's see, there's very little, uh, like, AAA, like, representation. It's, like, all, like, little guys. You know how Saturday around Thanksgiving was, like, Small Business Saturday? Yep. That's kind of exactly what MAGFest is. And uh, their mission statement is basically to stay small and to stay, well, not like people small, but to be like small business. You know, it's all just about like, they have the biggest freaking video game room of all time. They have a huge arcade cabinet collection. And uh, you think you've seen a ton of arcade cabinets near each other, but no. Like the one at Comic-Con that we saw, Eric, this year, mm-hmm. paled in comparison. Paled. Yeah, this one's huge. And everyone brings like their Nintendos and Segas and shit and hooks them up. It's true. It's true. And uh, let's see, it's all volunteer run organization. And uh, the the four concerts, are, they have four days of concerts. And some concerts they have, like, at the same time. Like, last year they had, like, chiptunes happening at the same time as, like, a, like a whole block of metal. Yeah. Like, like a video game metal as, like, a whole night. is amazing. So, uh, go to magfest.org, check it out. I'm actually also running a film festival there. It's actually, Eric, Game, Games on Film, which is the name of the film festival, uh-huh. is actually the biggest video game film festival in the world, ever. Boom. See? You gotta check that shit out. Plus, I'm gonna be there, so, you know. It's amazing. Some some have tried. There have been other video game film festivals. This one, there's 15 offerings. Like, And we don't have a shorts program. It's all features. The only shorts we're doing is we're partnering with the uh, Machinima Expo, which is like um, it's an annual Machinima um like a shorts kind of a, a festival happens online. This will be the first time they're screening their stuff offline, and like they're only it's a juried uh, it's a juried festival, so they're only screening the winners from this year, November 2012. Uh, those films. I'm pumped, man. So if you like anything about video games and stuff, you definitely need to go there. Like I said, stay in a hotel, party for like a bunch of days with people that also like the shit that you like, and then cap it off by watching our panel, listening to the Jumpman Podcast live taping. You can watch me in person. I'm pretty cool. So, you know, do it. And check this out. And if you're a cheap ass, if if you're like, eh, I don't know, I don't have any money, cost money, hotel, you know, you got to buy a badge to get in. You can volunteer. Check this out. If you volunteer more than, I think, 30 hours at MAGFest, you not only get, you know, to get in for free for everything, but you get a free hotel room. They will they will jam you with three other dudes into uh, one of the Gaylord's hotel rooms. Yeah, that's yeah. why Chad does it. He likes getting jammed with dudes. Exactly. Well, dude, you're getting jammed with my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to, we're doing five dude log jam in the hotel room. Yeah, Chad never leaves a hotel room. Well, some people don't. I mean, I know a couple couple of friends of mine, actually, that we're going to be staying with, that aren't really that much into video games. They just come for the hotel parties and the improv and just, like, hanging out. It's like a big family reunion, you know? That's cool. So, guys, uh, Maniacs Unite, just come up to us at the panel and be like, yo, jump, man! And then be like, yes, let's do it. Yes. Let's hang out. Let's play some video games. Fuck yeah. All right. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be bringing down my yingling and my blue moon. So, That's all I'm saying. let's do it. Uh, if you're uh, if you're going to show up, 
uh, hit us up on our Facebook page and kind of give us a shout out. Then we'll know to uh, look around for you guys. Yeah, except except for <laughs> except for the uh, oh, never mind. I'll tell you later. Okay. I was gonna say, except for I, that one guy we don't like. I know. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck that guy!" Oh wait, he you can, can be go listening. <laughs> no. So, uh, more more Saints Row the Third wackiness for me today. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I got one thunder dump. All right, and, and that is, uh, <laughs> I watched this new show on Friday called Killer Karaoke. Oh, how is it? Do people die? It was on True TV, and it was hosted by Steve-O from Jackass. No, oh, does he kill people? People did not die yet, oh. but that was pretty funny how much the, there was definitely some pain involved. Yeah. Like basically killer, killer karaoke, you have to sing a karaoke song and you can't stop and they just totally F with you while you're doing it. Really? <laughs> so they put this one lady on a swing and they lowered her into this uh, freezing cold water. Oh, God. And so she was singing, and you know, so it was kind of difficult because the water was cold. But then they threw in a bucket of snakes, and it said, <laughs> uh, the graphic in the bottom said, big snakes. But snakes are cold-blooded, and they can't stand cold water. So they, like, flew out of there and grabbed the nearest warm body they could find. <laughs> so they all crawled over. And then, then this, this graphic came up and said, even bigger snakes. And they threw another garbage <laughs> oh can God. of snakes in there. And so she's trying to sing Take On Me by AHA, and the snakes are, like, wrapped around her face. <laughs> Wow. She's like, ah, ah. And one of them's like <laughs> staring her right in the eyes, like about to kill her. And she's still like, take on me. It was wow. great. That sounds, that sounds, uh, that sounds like torture, man. It sounds like the room or the chair, whatever the fuck uh, that torture show was. It was so good. This other guy, they hooked up with like six dog collars and he had to oh, serve Steve a Mexican dinner while singing and while getting shocked. Oh, man. There was like puppet mastering him, like doing his legs and arms and his neck all at once and dropping oh. them. And, this other guy, they put drunk goggles on him so he couldn't see, and then they they put a <laughs> balloon, uh, they put balloons all over his body, and then he had to go, th- he had to navigate a maze of cactus. Oh God! And he was just like, he's, I forget the song he's singing, but he was like, oh shit, ah! He was just like, <laughs> oh man, he was just, all the balloons popped pretty fast, so you knew how many cactus there were. Sure. And then at the end, they said at the end, there's a money tree with five thousand dollars on it, and they didn't tell him that they put a couple anacondas on the money tree too. <laughs> So he thought he's grabbing money. He's like grabbing huge snakes. Like, oh shit! <laughs> Damn, what is with the jackass guys and like wild animals? I love it. So it was it was it was fun. Like, uh, you know, I, I probably wouldn't watch like four episodes of this, but the first episode was was funny enough. And you know, they're just you know just torturing idiots. So this other guy had to keep singing while they were waxing all the body hair off of him. Oh my god! So he was singing. They're waxing him, and then just for fun, Steve drops this huge black scorpion on his chest. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, oh no, oh no, <laughs> and then he's like, keep singing. Okay, I'll keep singing. So, damn, that's uh, uh, you know what it was? It was called The Chamber. Did you ever see that show? No, I didn't. It was. I heard know, about it. This sounds like this sounds like you know, tongue in cheek, kind of like fun. You know, mm-hmm. like making fun of people. The Chamber was like serious. Like they tried to pull it off as serious, and that was like you get strapped into a chair, and they're firing like uh, quiz questions at you. And they can like freeze the uh, the little chamber that you in uh, to like insane like freezing cold temperatures, or they can heat it up to like where mm-hmm. you can barely stand it. And like they're hitting you with like jets, and they have like a heart monitor on you at all times. So if like shit starts like to go like bad, if you start to have a heart attack, they can like run in and like take you off the 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 chamber. Mm, I like it. All I'm gonna say is like when robots do eventually take over, and we know that this robot fighting show is gonna be the tipping point. Eventually, they're gonna put us humans into game shows. 
Well, I mean, we already love doing it anyway. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to, like, kill us. And the robots at home are going to watch and enjoy it. <laughs> well, it'll be like it'll be like MMA is now, except with no, like, happy endings for the loser. Yeah, they're going to be like, Wheel of Buzzsaw Dildos. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Damn, Wheel of Buzzsaw Dildos. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you know what the uh, golf cart is called in St. Rousseau the Third? What? The Knoxville. Yeah, ah, that's perfect. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, what a good game. All right. Yeah, well, so tell us about, uh, you know, tell us about your Black Friday stories or uh, what you think about robot fighting leagues or anything like that and how pumped you are. You're going to be able to see us live at MAGFest in first week in January. That's true. As soon as we know what day, we'll let you know. Yeah, but, but uh, it's going to be a party. It's true. Yeah, and then there will be actual parties to be had. Exactly. So let's do it. Sign right. up, folks. So, uh... Check us out. We're the Jumpman Podcast. We're a weekly video game slash uh, buzzsaw dildo podcast. Yeah. Check us out every week on RetroWareTV.com, ElderGeek with a hyphen in the middle.com. Uh, or on iTunes. Just search for the Jumpman or uh, JumpmanPodcast.com. Yeah. I heard that we actually knocked Taylor Swift off the number one spot in iTunes yesterday. <laughs> well, I mean, when you have like bu- like keywords like buzzsaw dildo in your That's comment right. section. Yeah, we totally are better than Taylor Swift now. It would be like Saw, but like Sexy Saw. I know, so <laughs> like, take that, Taylor Swift. I want to, I want to play a sexy game. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> she, needs to, she needs to date us, and then we'll break up with her, and then she'll do a song about the Jumpman. Maybe if we dress up like gay farmers, like Justin Bieber. She's going to say, I am never, ever, ever going to let the Jumpman in my panties again. Aw, come on, come on. Taylor Swift, we love it when you dress all nerdy like you're in the 90s. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. That's so. hot. All right, dudes. Well, I gotta go. All right, dude. I'm gonna go do the Urkel some. <laughs> yeah. All right. Goodbye. Soup. Jump man I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall. Fatality.